Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your Big Brother obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me today is my long-haired, salsa-dancing, no-shirt-on-ever-because-he's-ripped, ladies' man, Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. Sorry for wearing a shirt. I just, uh, I thought, uh, you know, I, the audience is my OnlyFans, so this is OnlyFans only. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new mature look for you. Uh, are, are you are you also an, an, uh, an ugly coach? Or no, you... I'm, a, I'm a pretty coach. I'm too pretty, Did... to coach, actually. <laughs> I, I heard that as ugly like four or five times, but she's just saying the name of her town. That's uh, that's all that is. It's just a town in Michigan. I, uh, heard... but I thought we were no. just calling Victor ugly over and over again. Yeah. Uh, except for Cody, because Cody says he's an absolute stud. Uh, Cody had a huge man crush on him. That was my big takeaway from that whole thing. I, I, have a, I, I actually have quite the man crush on Big Brother 18 Victor as well. Um, there's been he's 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 changed a little bit since uh a since, little bit uh, since uh teaming up with nicole there uh he is uh he's in the button down shirts uh, now he wears shirts uh what a change what a change yeah. has anybody uh, done the the meme how it started and how it's going with him because <laughs> it would not be uh, yeah. a good look See, there you, lance you're on you're right you got the finger on the pulse of meme culture yeah. right here you, you should be, culture baby you should give up this and just make memes all day long that's what i do Right. on the weekends uh, all right well i won't I, we won't hold you too long from your me making but we got a lot of big brother to talk about here lance because this is i, I want to say this is like a this is a very interesting week there is a lot going on this week uh and we're going to talk about it all uh we're going to talk about the uh the horrors of nicole's week as hoh and whether she can win the game uh moving forward we're going to talk about uh enzo's scaredy cat gameplay uh and figure out what the heck he, this guy is doing uh, and we're going to talk about Christmas's plan to murder Cody's game. Uh, also, we're going we're gonna to spoil the final four HOH, uh, talk about uh, how the season's going to turn out, uh, and of course, uh, discuss BB Comics, which is a perennial favorite. Um, but first, Lance, uh, but first, uh, I want to talk, uh, let's, let's focus on Nicole a little bit, uh, because this is a very, very big week for Nicole. Uh, Nicole, who has won absolutely nothing all season long, all of a sudden, this pumpkin patch, HOH, whatever uh, seesaw thing, uh, Nicole pulls out a win. And uh, it is a great time for her to win. Um, but uh, first of all, what do you think of this? Uh, what do you think of this competition here, Lance? Uh, look tough, you know, look tiring, especially after seeing everybody. Uh, I actually thought it was really entertaining. Like the Sunday episode, I mean, minute for minute, was probably the best, most entertaining episode this season, which, you know, not a huge bar to cross, but it was Legit entertaining. They had the hijinks. They had like the serious gameplay and stuff. But you know, they, uh, I wish they wouldn't tip you off so much. It's like when you have like Cody like building it up, like, oh, Christmas needs one more and she's got this. And then you go to commercial. It's like, obviously, she's not going to win this. And everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, it, it had good drama. It was fun. I really appreciated it. Uh, you know, Nicole doing the oh my God, oh my God to herself and like talking, her, <laughs> like coaching herself through it. It was, uh, it was a fun competition. Yeah, hallelujah, holy crap! Uh, it's a, uh, it's uh, it's a lot of, it was a lot of fun uh, seeing Nicole actually win something here uh, because we've it's a, it's a slightly different Nicole than we've seen all week long. It's a Nicole with some actual power uh, and some agency in the game, uh, which is fun to see uh, because she is such a good game player and she does finally get a chance to make some moves. Uh, I really love the uh, the edit that Enzo got in this uh, this Hoh, where even when we're down to like it's a three way race, uh, Memphis has twenty three. Christmas has 23 and then we just go over to Enzo and he's got like two and then yeah and they're all <laughs> it was a, 
it was a good week for editors too because Memphis, not to get too ahead of ourselves, yeah. Memphis just got the you know arrogant guy from like survivor kind of edits like oh i'm totally gonna make it totally gonna make it and i'll be fine and stuff yeah. but going back to nicole i really loved when she won she's so excited she's pumped up she apologizes and then hits everybody with the rick flair woo even after apologizing it was great you know <laughs> and then she does the nicole fist on this one, and then fun. she does the fist yeah. pump when she's done and she hurts herself with the fist. yeah she hurt herself like multiple times doing the tiger woods fist pump and everything yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Editors had a field day or a field week, really, with uh, Christmas and Nicole and Enzo and uh, I mean, Cody is probably the only person who doesn't give you an awful lot to work with there, uh, just because he's so cool. Um, but uh, we do get a lot from uh, from the other people. Um, boy, would this week have turned out different if Christmas had pulled it through, or if Memphis had pulled it through? Because obviously Memphis goes home here. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, if, if Christmas wins here, she's going to put uh, Nicole and Cody on the block. And if Nicole wins the veto here, it, it's it's going to wind up uh, presumably uh, with Enzo next to Cody, and then and Cody goes gone. home. Yeah, Cody would have gone home if, if if Christmas pulls it out here. And with Memphis, uh, obviously, if Memphis isn't on the block. I think Nicole is in a lot of problem, uh, trouble there. So this is, it was a must win for Nicole and she pulls it out. And it's its really great to see because it, it keeps the week interesting. It's something I wasn't expecting to happen. Um, Janelle was, Janelle had said, Nicole's going to roll out of bed on week nine and win an HOH. And it turned out it was week 10, but Nicole rolled out of close bed. Enough. Good old yeah, sloppy, she's here to play. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it was just Christmas was like when she had she was down to that last one and just to lose one is so heartbreaking obviously you could tell from her reaction but she went at that last part so hard it's like just be patient like you have this lead be patient kind of like what Nicole was doing and you know that patient isn't really how I describe Christmas so yeah it's it is the strategy here I think is patience taking it slow because you know we're, we're we're 18 minutes in according to the lower third of the on the screen and nicole has three in her thing so it is just you just got to take your time with it and uh, i think you got to do the big balls first and then you put the tiny ones in between yeah. the big ones i uh, yeah. try to keep them from rolling off but um, that makes sense yeah um but it was it was i mean there was a couple people memphis had like one just fall off too that's got i mean so disheartening yeah but you know even when that happens like you said nicole was at three and she came back so you just gotta you gotta you know Keep your composure, which Christmas did not do. Right. Well, Enzo didn't either. Enzo kind of gave up as well. Well, Enzo uh, was bad. <laughs> no, uh, you were talking about the uh, you were talking about the editors having a uh, a field week with Enzo. Let's talk about that for a moment here, because I I feel like it, it only gets started with the HOH competition. Um, we get in this in the in that Sunday episode, we get not one but two instances of Christmas walking in on Enzo using the bathroom, uh, which we get that that fun sitcom Christmas music behind it. Uh, a lot of a lot of Christmas turning out to be a lot more fun with editing than she otherwise would be. Who does she think she is, though? You obviously knock or like you said, make an animal noise. You do something. She's just going straight. It makes absolutely okay, no okay. sense. Okay, I listen. I hear you there, but I, I'm going to say I got to put the blame on Enzo here because that door clearly has a lock. You just lock the damn door. She's not going to walk in if you lock the door. That's and fair. it's happened once. If it happened like the first time, that's fine. Like you forget it happened once, but once it happens, it should be in the back of your mind. Ah, oh, remember that time she walked in on me? I should lock the door. Doesn't even doesn't even occur to him at, at all. At all. And maybe he wants it to happen. <laughs> maybe. And then Maybe. I, I also uh, noticed that, that is, Cody wears a Cody wears a glove in the shower. I thought that was interesting. 
what is the, do we do we know what the glove is for? I think it's for washing. I think it's for the suds and everything. Maybe you know each one has instead of you know the whatever thing they uh, they might have the the glove instead. But I thought that was a little weird. It's the suds mitt. Uh, mitt. Yeah, um, or maybe yeah. it's like yeah. a coronavirus thing. Who knows? It, it could also be a, a reaction to what happened in the showers last season on Big Brother. You don't want to touch anything in there, so that could be also, that fair. could also be it. That's fair. Um, There's not enough yeah. bleach. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so and, and that's not even and that's not even the the half of it because the other Enzo segments we get this we get a segment about Enzo and the tea kettles whistling. Uh, you get a segment with uh, him and Mulan. Mulan is apparently the breakout star of the season. Uh, the inflatable cow, uh, and Enzo has Lance a foot stalker, uh, I, which I think is the weirdest Enzo segment of the week. Um, uh, I mean, it's probably the weirdest thing I've seen on Big Brother. Any any opinions on Enzo's feet, Lance? Uh, <laughs> I've never been a guy, so all feet are gross. So especially his gross feet. Uh, those are not good. But, those are not good looking feet. But you know, the one one thing I'll take from it is that. He was, he appreciates, he's like, it's weird. It's kind of psycho and stuff, but it is an adorable way to connect, you know, good for him. <laughs> adorable. Uh, that he has somebody who loves his, uh, his feet and everything. You know, everyone needs to find a person who loves their feet. Fans come in all shapes and sizes, I guess, with all sorts of preferences. Also. Yeah, but I, I could go without any more foot segments the rest of the way. <laughs> I think you, you and me, you and me both. Yeah, have you ever had a foot stalker, Lance? Anyone ever? I, I we have pretty gross feet too so yeah um yeah i, I have a stalker once i have had a stalker though oh well, regular stalker. That for the we can save that for the the stalker podcast okay great well i, I guess we both had stalkers before and apparently it's a lot common more common than we all thought all right moving on <laughs> moving on um let's talk about uh, let's talk about nicole's nominations here uh, they are not. A, they are not a big surprise, uh, obviously, because uh, Memphis puts uh, Memphis has put her on the block before, and Christmas was one of those two votes to get her out the door. Um, so you know, Enzo and Cody have have not done anything to harm Nicole here in the game. So makes total sense. Uh, but uh, Christmas is actually uh, coming out to play this week, and she is uh, she spends a good chunk of time trying to push this Cody backdoor plan now. Uh, obviously it's not going to work. Nicole is really close to Cody. Um, we know that a lot better than Christmas does. They've apparently done a pretty good job of keeping that secret in the house. Um, but I really like, I really like the Christmas plan here because she's got all sorts of different ways that this could, uh, this could happen. Um, where she, it, it would be a great week to backdoor Cody if any of the people she was talking to were into it. Yeah, I, I even wrote down in my notes, like, this is a great plan for Christmas. She's actually really convincing. Mm -hmm. And it makes a ton of sense, but everyone else is just way too, you know, caught up in the Cody, you know, yeah. atmosphere and everything. Yeah. That it just, it doesn't work. But I, I thought it made a lot of sense. And, you know, I never really believed it was going to happen. But it would, you sure. know, you got it, shoot or shoot. So yeah. good for her. And, you know, you kind of wish it would happen. You know, you might have a little outcome bias depending on who wins this mm -hmm. and stuff. But it is, they even said in the jury segment, it's kind of crazy that he hasn't even hit the block yet and everyone knows that he's dominating the game. So I would not have blamed her one bit for, for doing that, but I totally get why she didn't as well. Yeah, and one of the interesting things about this too is that apparently this Christmas trying to target Cody actually brings her and Nicole an awful lot closer together. Uh, Nicole is really, uh, now Nicole is very closely allied with Cody, but after this week, we're at the final four. 
and there are only two shots left to be taken here. And, and everyone knows that Cody, if he gets to the end, he wins. That's it. Uh, that, and that's very, that's very interesting too. That's kind of the, the Cody reveal of this week is that um, I, I'm, I'm actually a little bit surprised that Cody is in as much trouble as he is at this point. Uh, we have a situation where uh, Christmas is ready to take the shot now. It looks like Nicole's ready uh, maybe to do it next week. Uh, Memphis is maybe ready to do it next week. There are a lot of people here who are interested in taking Cody out. Everybody but Enzo basically has a interest in getting Cody out of the game. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes for Enzo. Um, and honestly, like, to, yeah, depending how it goes, it might actually be the right play for Enzo because we might be hitting doomsday scenarios. We get towards the spoilers and everything. Enzo, Enzo said it last week. He's got coverage. He was very worried about this week and next week. Uh, but just based on how the votes and based on who wins HOH, uh, he is looking good. He's looking good to win maybe second place. Yeah, he's looking yep. good. Like he's looking yep. good to make it to the end. Um, but we're also, and, you know, it's looking good for a darkest timeline ending as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that depends on, and we'll we'll talk about that because I'm very curious to find out what you think the darkest timeline is because uh, I think there are a couple of contenders for that, for that. That's that's that makes sense for the season. Yeah. Um, what did you, uh, now speaking of the noms, what did you think about Memphis's deal that he tries offering Nicole here to stay off the block? And it's a terrible deal. It doesn't make any sense. So. Is it even a deal? It's not even a deal. Like <laughs> it's, deal. it's the quintessential Memphis deal. And so the one thing I, t I will say for this week is you, you really see Nicole, how good of a game player she is and how she just understands it. And I thought what was really cool is she kind of narrates it to the camera by herself and everything, what she's thinking. And you could tell that she's a good game player. And she, when she said that's a terrible deal, I'm not doing that. And then like Memphis is like, well, that deal's null and void. It's like, who cares? Obviously it is. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, Nicole's Nicole is playing a good game because everybody, everybody uh rats on Christmas's plan to backdoor Cody. Uh Enzo does it and later in the week, Memphis does. Memphis does it a little bit too late. Uh yeah. And after Memphis the show about doing it himself. Yeah, yes. Memphis should have done that way before, but I thought it was smart for him to bring that up and kind of mm -hmm. throw her under the bus yeah. and everything. But yeah, way too late. Yeah. And one of the cutest moments of this week, I guess the only person who doesn't uh, spoil this surprise is Cody, because he doesn't know about it until Nicole tells him. Uh, and then Nicole uh, tells him, uh, uh, your big brother life is in my hands. And she drops the remote. That was, that was, that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it uh, and, it's, and it was nice to see her turn the tables on Cody here because Cody has had his run of the game several times, including Danny's week as HOH, uh, when Cody shouldn't have had as much influence as he did. Uh, and she's made some really bad game moves just to make Cody happy. So it's good that she's kind of twisting uh, Cody's arm here a little bit to let her make a good game move that may not be the best for him. Uh, although Cody does seem to be on board that Memphis should go here. Um, what do you, what do you think about that, Lance? What do you think about, uh, so it seems like Cody is on, is on Memphis pretty strongly once it's suggested here, but would Cody be better getting rid of Christmas here? No, I, I think cause you know, in, in our last episode, when we talked about combination of who wins in the final two and everything, we had Memphis as the second leader. So I think anytime you can get rid of your biggest competition, you do it. Christmas, while she is pretty good at competitions. I don't know if Comp Beast is the right way to, to describe her. You know, she's obviously physical and everything, but I don't know about Comp Beast. It, she's not gonna, the only person she wins against is Nicole. So you keep that person around. Yeah. So I, I, I am on board with that decision. Yeah, Christmas is good at, at competitions, but if you gotta call anyone the Comp Beast, you gotta say Memphis's. He's won three HOHs. He is, I mean, Cody as well, but Cody's not, 
Cody's not under, in the conversation here for some reason. Yeah, uh, he is Chris, he's, uh, very well set up. This doesn't have that clutch gene, you know, like when when everything's up against her, it's bad. Like you obviously saw the ball goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Uh, all right, so Lance, uh, we've got yeah, we got a lot more to talk about here because I, I want to talk about BB Comics. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of pettiness going on in BB Comics this year, and we're going to talk about all the pettiness right after this. Okay, Lance, uh, so we are back and uh, let's talk about uh, something that I know a lot of people look forward to all year long. Uh, and it's BB Comics, the, uh, the competition here uh, where each and every house guest gets their own comic book cover. Uh, and there is, uh, there, is a lot of, uh, there is a lot of saltiness over some of these, uh, some of these covers, especially predictably, uh, King Kaser. Uh, King Kaser gets noticed. Uh, Cody does not like King Kaser. And uh, unsurprisingly, Nicole does not like the bombshell that uh, that Janelle is. Um, uh, the Nicole eye roll, like it hurt my head watching her do the eye roll. It wasn't even like a real eye roll. It was like, it was a side <laughs> roll, you know? Did they ask her to do an eye roll and she just couldn't get it done? Is yeah, I don't know what that <laughs> was. I thought she had like a stroke or something. It does not look natural. It does, it whatever weird. she is doing is not a natural look. But uh, <laughs> you know, hot take, I, I agree with, with Cody. What is Kaiser the king of? He's not, he's, I mean, we like him. He's a fan favorite, but like, he hasn't even made jury. He's not the king of anything. King of going home before jury. That's what, uh, that's what Cody says. Uh, no, I, I, they, they do kind of uh, come to the conclusion that maybe it has something to do with this night moves competition that Kaser reveals later right. in the week. Yeah. I don't know right. that that's the case. I just think that it's, uh, that we all like Kaser and we don't like them. Yeah, um, so. and alliteration. Everyone loves alliteration. Yeah. And anything that makes uh, the people left in the game a little bit salty is like those tears are delicious. We want them. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so, uh, so those are those are some uh, interesting. A few more uh, that were obviously uh, Nicole here uh, gets hit with the uh, the serial killer uh, yeah. uh, comic book cover. That uh, was one of great. My, one of my favorite comments of the week uh, came from Reddit, and someone noticed and, and compared all of Nicole's BB comics because she's been, now been in three of them all of her comic book covers. And uh, they, the comment was, Nicole's personality type is costume. Um, each, and, each and every one was just the, it's the germitard and it's the safety cones and now it's sloppies. Um, I think she knows that too, because she even, she willingly took, you know, that terrible sloppies thing <laughs> in the competition. So yeah. she even said like, I need to do it. So I think she knows that's her brand. So she didn't embrace it. You don't yeah. have much else other than like ruining Victor, right? Oh, poor Victor. He's still a stud though. Um, he was no, terrible really, on the challenge. I really liked, uh, I liked Nicole's uh, pep talk that she gave herself. Breathe, breathe. Don't get mad when you see your cover because you know it's going to yeah. be bad. Breathe, breathe. Um, she knew it was her, coming. She knew her talking to herself is a highlight. She, yeah, her she talking to herself is a big highlight. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, a fantastic editing week for Nicole as well. Um, and uh, we get uh, one other one that I wanted to call out, uh, just because it's, it's fun here. The regu uh, regulator, uh, Danny's cover. Uh, we got a we got a, a Luan, uh cameo this week. That's like, how about that? Yeah, um, it just reminded me of the song. You know, I was like, "Mount up," and I was like, "That's actually a pretty good name for yeah uh, for a comic and everything." Yeah, so. it's an it's an interesting if you compare the uh, the regulators verse uh, this current seasons. Uh, incredible. I mean, aside from Enzo winning HOH, um, 
basically the six person alliance this season has won everything. Like they are like 10 for 11. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And it's hard for, it's hard to say that like, of course they're getting what they want. They win everything. Uh, but the, the regulators is the exact opposite. They are the, uh, they are perhaps the worst uh, alliance in Big Brother history in the fact that they all go out one after another, uh, all four people. Uh, Brandon's in the middle. Uh, uh, Rachel's, Rachel's man is in the middle there. But, uh, but he, uh, he gets back in the game. So technically he is not. Um, anyway, um, uh, so Nicole, uh, Nicole finishes this competition with a really fast time. It's 11 minutes and 21 seconds. That's just slower than uh, Nicole uh, Anthony's time last season. Uh, just about 30 seconds. Uh, Nicole's uh, time last season was 10 minutes, 58 seconds. She is the, she's the pod master, Lance. Would you, that should have been you, ours. Would you, be on, was... would you be on Nicole's podcast? I mean, I'd be on any podcast if they would, asked me. But... Would Enzo be on our podcast? Yeah, but he wouldn't listen. He, would he listen? He'd listen to the episode he was on. He, I don't even know if he'd listen to the episode he, nah, he was probably, on. And he's only coming on our podcast if he's required by his contracts too. So uh, yeah. hey, CBS, let's get that going. Uh, I uh, I totally felt that. I uh, I only listen to podcasts that I'm on, anyways. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good motivator, right? Get to hear your own voice. Yeah. It's fantastic. Everyone hates hearing their own voice. I love hearing my voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the Podmaster, uh, there because we we are a podcasting uh, podcasting family here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the top three live feed events from this week. Uh, because there is another podcasting reference in these uh, these big live feed moments, uh, and uh, one of the it's 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 right before Memphis goes out of the house. He's talking with Christmas, and apparently a lot of people are up in arms that Memphis was joking about Nicole's podcast and how Memphis will never be on Nicole's podcast. Apparently, got a lot of people salty. Um, he's not a. I, I I wouldn't imagine he would be though. Like I, I it's it's I, sure it's rude, but. Why would I can't see Nicole even inviting him on. It's he, like, I'm not going to your party that I wasn't invited to. Who cares, you know? Yeah, Memphis he, probably isn't coming on this podcast either. So. He got her out of the game. Like, what's the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why Plus, would you... I mean, why would she want to have somebody who is not a good person on your podcast? Like, I don't no, I don't understand that. No. I mean, we've we've tried to get some not-so-great people on our podcast, too. I mean... That's just the cost of doing yeah. business in the Big Brother world. If you listen to our, you know, season uh, finale of... Uh, interviewing all the house guests from last season, then you uh, are well aware that we had interviewed terrible people. I mean, we had to, we talked to the, we talked to them all. So, hey, we're professional. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. The, the fan favorites and the fan not so favorites. Uh -huh. And the people who are so canceled, we don't even want to mention their names again. Um, yeah. So, uh, the second, second biggest uh, live feed, uh, a moment of the week. Uh, would be Nicole's HOH room. So we got the uh, we got the who wants to see our HOH room segment this week, which was kind of exciting because I saw on the live feeds how weirdly salty Nicole was about her HOH basket and her letter from Victor. Uh, apparently, she was very upset with what Victor had written uh, because Victor did not specifically mention that he was proud of her. Um, so Nicole immediately assumes that means he's not proud of her. Um, and also that he was sending her good vibes to which she replied, why do I need good vibes? Does everyone hate me? Which is by the way, a good read, but, but Jesus, it's like, um, her reaction to this letter is just a, a mess. Like I, it's I feel a, bad for Victor. I feel a little bit bad for oh, Victor. Oh, I, yeah. I think that's the main takeaway from everything. And I, <laughs> I think Cody feels bad too. 
but it's just it feels like living with her is just like walking on landmines like you could say something and not even mean it and it just blows up you lose your leg and stuff so he is handsome uh, though she does say he's handsome he is handsome uh but i didn't i don't know sending lots of love and then he ended with like love you so i didn't think it was that big of a deal uh sending good vibes i mean that just sounds like something that victor would say so yeah i mean um if it if it makes her life a little bit worse then sure it's great (laughs) <laughs> oh poor Nicole. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess when uh, Victor when Victor said, didn't say he's proud, um, one of the uh, one of my favorite uh, Twitter responses to that was uh, from James Ryan from Big Brother uh, Six, and he says, uh, "I too have learned not to lie to my wife." <laughs> Burn. Yeah. Way to go, James. Yeah. Who's um? Who's, uh, he's you know he's tweeted at us. He's not a big fan of us. Is that right? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he did back, that. Back in the day. Oh this my goodness! Like two or three years ago. I think oh, that, yeah, years. no, it's yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's good. That's good. That's a good callback. Um, yeah. Anyway, come on, the pod, out, James. A lot of people out there don't like us. Haven't you read our feedback, base? I heard. But yeah. we're not gonna stop. We don't let the haters stop us. Um, all right. So let's keep let's keep moving forward here, Lance. Uh, we started talking a little bit about it, but I want to get deeper into it. The jury segment, or really the double jury segment, which tells you a lot, an awful lot about this week that we get two jury segments. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting is that Kevin repeats what he said last week, but instead of, okay, Tyler, I see you this week. It's okay, Cody. I see you. Uh, curious if he's going to see Nicole next week. I thought it was really funny that even in the jury house, Kevin has no idea what's going on. (laughs) Absolutely no clue. It's so funny. He's slowly, he's slowly getting a picture though. He's slowly getting a picture. Um, eventually Jess figured it out last year. So Eventually, Kevin's going to get it. Um, there were a lot of a lot of interesting moments here. Uh, I, I thought Tyler and Devon talking. Uh, that was a segment I was really waiting for. Uh, glad to see it. Glad to see there's yeah. no um, there's no uh, Honestly, like resentment there. Just you know, she doesn't need it, but more props today for you know asking about it because that's something yeah. that we've wanted to know and you know <laughs> interviewers have asked him about. And he declined to, you know, comment on that. So for her to put the onus on him, and you know, we even said it before when we asked, like, is this a game player? Is it real? It felt real, and it felt real still. So yeah. you know, that's just a good moment that we needed to see. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's you know, Tyler has you know good intentions, doesn't think things through, doesn't realize how unworkable the plan is before he pitches it, uh, pitches it to the wrong people first uh, to get that rush of dopamine to his head. And then once he gets the uh, the ration, uh, it all falls apart. Uh, but it's uh, just uh, glad to see him. Uh, glad to see him making amends there, and glad to see that that's not. Uh, it's uh, we're. I'm glad that this is not going to be. It looks like a nasty season when all is done. There are a lot of seasons of Big Brother where people don't want to talk to each other after it's finished. Uh, but I don't think we're going to wind up like that. Everyone in this well, jury I, seems I think to be pretty good. Uh, pretty good yeah. spirits. I think that's the one advantage, like this hasn't been a great season, obviously with All-Stars and everything, but that's the one advantage of playing with All-Stars is a lot of these people are cutthroat or have been, and they just, they understand it's a game. Like Memphis for how bad he is. Like, I really liked how it's like, hey, this is the game. This is just how I'm going to play it. Or this is how, like, don't take it personally in the same way. So yeah. I'm, I'm all about that. Anybody who gets, unless it's like a very personal thing, like I guess Christmas and stuff. But other than that, I'm yeah. totally fine with what did you uh, what did you think about the uh, the uh, videos from home? I thought this was kind of this was interesting that the jury gets the messages from home and not the people who are in the game. 
Um, what'd you think about that, Lance? Uh, I thought it was, you know, taking another page out of Survivor's book, how Winners at War, they did that even for the eliminated people. But yeah, it is a little interesting that they didn't do it for the people still left in the game. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where they try to get you emotional and try to get the tears yeah. flowing and everything. So. Yeah, I, I do have a theory about that, but I do want to talk about the tears because there are a lot of tears here. Um, so uh, obviously Devon and her daughter, uh, so yeah. her daughter Great moment. adorable. Great moment. Um, Tyler, like Tyler, I think Instantly. he cries more than Devon over yeah. Angela. Uh, but you know, all of Hilton heads rooting for him. Yeah. Uh, hey. it's, it's just Tyler. That's Tyler. How, like he's, a, he's, it's adorable how much he cares for her. And how nice was their, I'm assuming their backyard. That looked lovely. Beaut a lot nicer than my backyard, man. Let yeah. me tell you that. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was good. Um, also thought it was great to see Dominic again, uh, for, for yeah. Danny. Uh, Dom's Dominic. aged pretty well. Also for, a total for, stud, uh, just, yeah. uh, just to bring that out. Um, yeah. Uh, I, so my theory is uh, this is such an unlikable Final Five that Big Brother spent so much time this week giving people who weren't in the game cameos. Um, we, I counted nine. I counted nine different cameos from people not in this game. So obviously we got Kaser, who shows up at this uh, HOH competition, right? We got Angela here. We got Dominic here. Um, we got Victor, obviously, a reference to Victor earlier in that. Uh, Christmas brings up a reference to Josh. So we get a clip of Josh and Paul right. together and Paul, in the yeah. Big Brother 19 house. Uh, and then we get the regulators, uh, the, the comic here, where we got uh, who? Uh, Cassie, Keith, uh, Luan. Uh, so we got, like, we got like nine people here uh, who aren't even in the game. And uh, I, I would rather watch this. Uh, that sounds like a good final nine to me. I'd watch that yeah. final nine. Well that was kind of my one big takeaway from, I know there's fewer people now, so they have to kind of rely on like funny stuff and like the hijinks and everything. But that's what felt like shockingly missing from this entire season is they didn't have a lot of the fun stuff. And that's where a lot of the big brother entertainment, you gotta, for how unlikable these people are, you gotta humanize them a little bit. And we didn't really get that other than like Enzo. And Enzo's, even then it was like, yeah. even then it's just, it's kind of rare. He's like the one guy they show with those things. and. You know, when I was rewatching uh, Big Brother 7, the one thing I noticed is they focus so much on that, probably because, you know, Chilltown and those guys just were a lot more fun. This is yeah. a lot more business-like and everything. Yeah. But I, I do think, you know, for as much as we're praising the editors and producers and stuff, that was a big miss for them. I think they could have made this season more fun. Yeah, uh, they've, they've been, you said, you mentioned Enzo. Obviously, they're going to town on Enzo. Enzo is super fun to do this with. Uh, Christmas is getting some some very funny edits as well. Um, although that's that's the magic of editing. Uh, she is not as fun in real life as you get as the as the edits when you can put some jingle bells behind her. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean, I'm I won't miss uh, every time someone says Christmas the jingle. Like when she's actually gone, I won't miss that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we will always have Enzo. We'll always have Enzo walking in on someone because he's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. Anyway, he doesn't use a lock. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the let's talk about this vote because uh, we I just mentioned Enzo here, and the only interesting thing about this vote, aside from the fact that it could switch between uh, Christmas or Memphis here, and that there are plenty of reasons to do it both ways, uh, but Enzo comes up with a plan to split the vote one one, where he's going to vote to evict Christmas so that Nicole has to get some blood on her hands. Uh, first of all. It uh, doesn't go through with the plan, obviously, but what do you think about it, Lance? Is this a, uh, is this a good plan or is this, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't hate it. Like anytime you have to make her make a decision and put some blood on her hands. 
but it also gives her just another notch on the resume like hey i did this i did that and stuff it does kind of feel like enzo's like thinking about his end game and so when he has to make his case it's like hey i forced her to do this and stuff because you even heard in the in the jury uh segment like everyone a lot of people think he's just riding coattails right now yeah. which makes me re reconsider a little bit like nicole might have jumped enzo just because that like i mentioned in the previous podcast like being a two-time being a, having a chance to be a two-time winner will play into some of the jury's minds and everything so i think that's a big part of it but you know enzo really has just played a scared game yeah scaredy cat game he, yeah absolutely um enzo enzo likes to talk big in the diary room but then when it comes time to vote he just he's a kitten um, and nothing, doesn't, nothing really happens here. Uh, although I will say that most of the Enzo plans, um, the ideas that he comes up with uh, are bad ones. I do not like this one, one plan. Um, and I think that really, that really uh, gets borne out when you uh, see the exit interview with Memphis, where Memphis is saying, this isn't Nicole's move. This is Cody and Enzo deciding to get rid of him. Like Nicole just put him on the block. So I think if Nicole actually has to make the decision here, then Nicole gets more credit from Memphis. Uh, I don't think Memphis is ever going to vote for Nicole to win this game. Um, maybe he would have if she had actually been the person to get him out. Probably not. But I, I think it's better for Enzo's game here. If this is really only playing for one jury vote here, uh, I don't think it's going to win him any win him anymore. Um, that's that's my yeah. thought. It just and also I also thought that Memphis was actually pretty smart towards the end, where he's like laying the the hints like, "Hey, Nicole's gonna." gonna win if she makes it to the end and everything so i thought that was pretty pretty savvy of him but uh it seems just like memphis just kind of coasted and like thought i thought he had it and then once he realized he didn't it's like oh it's too late he uh, memphis was so incredibly cocky this week it's yeah as it's so this is really our first blind side of the season uh unless you count when cody was blindsided by that three to two vote because we get to see his reaction to it like yeah. every uh, every every episode to start off yeah i don't i don't even think that counts though not really, no. I think, but this one does. This one, this one for sure does, because Memphis does not see it coming. Um, he does not seem. He does not give off that super like shocked look. Uh, but he does not see it coming, and that's that's good. That's entertaining. Um, yeah, we needed more of that. That's what you know. That's where Survivor makes its money. Is mm -hmm. those those blindsides and everything. But yeah. one thing that really struck me, and I thought it was some funny irony, is that Memphis's Wise Guys Alliance, which he thought would protect him, ended up being his downfall, which yep. is. You know, which is really great. It really did. It really did. Because Memphis just had so much going on. Um, and a lot of the stuff that he had going on did not involve Cody. Um, and why Why wouldn't Cody want to keep around Enzo? Why wouldn't Cody want to keep around Nicole? These are Cody's people. And Christmas is there because everyone could beat Christmas in the end. Yep. If Cody is the person, if, if Christmas accurately points out that Cody's the person who's going to beat everyone, but she doesn't point out that Christmas is the person that everyone can beat. So you should yep. carry her along to the final Absolutely. Stage. That's the other half of that sales pitch. Um, but probably not one that's going on in Christmas's head because I don't think Christmas thinks her position is that bad. Um, yeah, so uh, so overall here, Lance, uh, just to wrap up the week, what do you, how do you think Nicole's week as HOH went? I thought it went pretty well. Like it elevated her in my mind as mm -hmm. a game player and everything. And she somewhat set herself up. And like I said, we are with this happening we are very close to a nicole christmas uh final two it which is happen. where which is where nicole wins yeah. so you know it's not the perfect week where maybe you get rid of cody with almost no blood on your hands kind of thing but it you get rid of the 
second contender. So anytime you do that, anytime you get rid of somebody who could beat you, it's good. Yeah, and to, to be fair, Nicole could have a second chance here to get rid of Cody. I think if Nicole wins the Absolutely. final HOH at final three and Cody's still in the game, Nicole will cut Cody. Uh, Nicole realizes that Cody, Nicole as well realizes that Cody's going to win this game. Uh, and Nicole, I don't think, is going to be uh, the Cody to Cody's Derek this season. I, it's it's awkward that Cody is one person in one season and the other person in the other. <laughs> but uh, but I I I, I think uh, I, I think this week really significantly enhanced Nicole's chances because uh, I think prior to this week uh, she's she's really got very little on her resume, like very little to show for uh, her entire game. Uh, other than getting rid of Ian and making a couple people angry at her. But here she's got an HOH and a veto win, which is uh, some comp wins that she desperately needs. Um, plus she gets out a pretty big target here in Memphis, um, who has won an awful lot. Uh, and she is very happy to be the little Nicole who got out this big threat. Um, and uh, I, would say, I would say that like prior to this week, I thought it was maybe Cody Enzo uh, Nicole Christmas. Uh, now I think we we swap Enzo and, and Nicole, where I think Nicole would beat Enzo in a final two. Um, I was about to say the same thing. Where this week it it really just I think it made it probably even like I'd yeah. go like tie for second kind of thing where it's just a toss up between them. And before that it was very clear Enzo would beat uh, Nicole. So yeah, I mean that's um, what you want. And now yeah. if you can get rid of Cody, you're right. You're right there. Yeah, I'd say I'm probably seventy thirty on Cody winning. The other 30 probably being Nicole. Uh, a couple of scenarios where uh, uh, our, our good friend Enzo wins, but that requires Christmas at the end because uh, Christmas is the only person I think Enzo yeah. can beat. But it could and happen. It definitely yeah. could happen. I just think the most dramatic ending is probably Nicole Enzo because that could be very close. Other than that, <laughs> it's probably not close because Cody might you know, be unanimous depending who he go against, goes against. It's, yes, uh, Cody, is in, Cody is in fantastic shape. That's why... Uh, that's why they got to do something about that. But uh, on the other hand, I, I've i had some people. So there are two schools of thought, right? Because one, I want Cody to go out of the game because that would be interesting. It's like watching uh, Vanessa get booted at the last minute in Big Brother 17 or watching Paul get voted out at the last minute in Big Brother 19. It's just like something you didn't see coming or something you maybe thought was possible. And it's like they made the move I was waiting for all game long. And maybe uh, you know maybe we finally get that move and it's great and nicole wins and i mean i don't know i know a lot of people won't be happy if nicole is first two-time winner of big brother uh but she she played a fairly decent game if she's gonna win she played a good game uh and that's but on the other hand it would suck if cody lost here because cody has put in some serious work to win this five hundred thousand. he's in such a good position all season long and the fall short at like the final second, just because the wrong person won HOH, uh, that would be a heartbreaker. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's kind of what I predicted. Actually, it is what I predicted in the last episode where Cody goes home final three, just because he's so good. And yeah, you get that little burst of, you know, like that was really cool, like that was entertaining. But then you're also like, wait, I could have a Christmas Nicole finale. And that would just be the cherry on top of an already awful season. So. <laughs> I, as much as I don't really, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Cody, he deserves this win. And for him to go final three, I'd be disappointed, especially like if a Nicole wins because of that. And then just a, in a broader sense, if Nicole is the only two-time winner, 
she's going to be talked about as the greatest big brother player ever and is she even in the top five top 10 uh top 10 sure i'd i'd say maybe top 10 if she is in the uh top five i don't know i I have to like make the list she wins twice she's somewhere in there she's somewhere in there i don't know if she's top five uh, but she could be close. She could be like six or seven. I don't if, know. if she wins two times, she's top five, top three, probably. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, is, I, I'm I trying think, to think. I'm trying to respect the history of the game here. And Nicole winning, I don't want that. Yeah, I think Cody. Even like, I would say Cody Calfiore's game here is stronger than Nicole's game, even if he doesn't wind up winning. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I and then hey. honestly, like as much as I like Enzo, what has he done? Like he, yeah. he just. He's funny and gets along with people. Great, you have a good social game and stuff, but like you've done nothing game-wise. Absolutely nothing. I there's so something him winning that, might even be worse than Nicole. There's something about him that like I wanted him to like, I just wanted him to do well. And he was, I, I've been talking about it. He's my pick to win the whole thing and like to off spool. So I got like a lunch ride on this. So I want that yeah. to happen. Um, well, I'll, I'll root for but, that, but it, he just feels like a guy who should have gone home like at six or something. He was like really entertaining, but like let's leave the finals for people actually playing, you know? Yeah. Um, I, 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 on the other hand, think that like, this is like, I viewed him as going all the way, but I viewed him as going all the way and actually doing something along the way. Uh, and he's always talking about it. He talks an awful lot about doing something that <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Um, not that his no- do nothing game isn't br- like, it's gotten him very far. And oftentimes when the decision has come, should I do a, or should I not do anything? Not doing anything is usually the right answer for Enzo, but that's, I, how are you gonna win 500K that way? Like that's not, you gotta wind up against Christmas. Like you just gotta, just gotta find someone who's hated. And that's, and that's tough to do if you're playing a game where you're not winning everything. Yeah, I'm totally with you. All right. Um, anyway, um, that's, I, I think that's, uh, I think that about wraps up this week. So our, our winners are gonna, either gonna be Cody or the, uh, the woman who hid in the pantry after locking down the veto <laughs> nominations. Yeah. Those, are, those are two winner. The, the jury didn't see that. The jury didn't see Nicole hiding from Memphis. So it's <laughs> so weird. It's another, a, a great week for editing. A great week yeah. for editing. Um, all right. So Lance, we've, we've still got plenty to talk about here. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break because I need to get a beverage, but uh, we are gonna talk about the final four. We have our final four HOH winner. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the nominations and we're gonna talk about how the rest of this game is gonna go because we are almost at the finish line and we're gonna do all of it right after this. Mm-mm. Uh, beverages are lovely, Lance, and we are back. Uh, and let's talk about let's talk about the live feed spoilers here, Lance. Uh, we're going to spoil the um, Monday episode, I guess, of Big Brother, because we are not on Sundays anymore. Um, and we have our final four HOH competition. Julie teased it uh, heading into the uh, heading into the break, but it is the classic Big Brother Six competition that everyone was hoping would come back. Pressure cooker. Wait, no, the other one. The other one. Night moves. Um, oh, yeah. it's the it's a, it's the second best one from Big Brother Six. Uh, it is a, it is a legendary caser competition, um, and not a single person left in the game has any clue what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I like that though. We they needed to stop redoing the retread stuff because people are like, you can train for that kind of thing, mm-hmm. or you can like think about it, like do something new or bring back something that you know is very you know old. 
Yeah, we've got, I mean, we keep going back, like the seesaw pumpkin thing we've seen. We've seen the uh, the competition where you've got uh, chicken wire and you're trying to make eggs move. Right. Like we've right. seen a lot of big brother, like uh, Bowlerina and BB Comics, like bring back some of the old stuff. Like this, this is good. This is good because this is just a, it's a classic competition. It's just a, it's a super simple game that you can pick it up immediately, but it's very tough to master immediately. Um, and we really only have three people playing here because of course, Nicole ineligible to play in this final four competition. Uh, so we really have Cody, Enzo and Christmas competing. And one of the interesting things about this competition, it's the kind of competition where you can gang up on somebody. Um, and that's how Kaser played it in Big Brother 6. Uh, you know, they, they ganged up on Maggie and that side of the house to guarantee that someone would go home on that side of the house. Um, here, uh, we don't know exactly how it played out because we haven't seen it yet, but you'd have to think you got Enzo and Cody on one side, Christmas on the other. Christmas is probably in trouble here, right? You think, right? Um, but uh, I, uh, I'm, I, you know, I am interested just because it's strategy, mm -hmm. and so there aren't a ton of strategic people left and everything. So, uh, yeah, but you, you got to think that Christmas is in big, big trouble. Yeah, I, I figured, uh, I figured Cody would be uh, pretty solid to win this because he is, uh, he is surprisingly uh, smart for someone who tries to play up that he's not. Yeah. Uh, which is hey, that's good big brother playing right he, there. He, I mean, he's not the smartest guy, but he's obviously he doesn't he's not as dumb as people think he is. Yeah. And he does have he does understand strategy. Yes, yeah. He's got there's a lot more to his uh he may not know what people from Michigan are called, but he's savvy enough to know how to play a game. Uh he's he's a, he's a coach, so he's playing games. Yeah, uh, he, he knows that. Um, but no, your uh, your final four winner here, uh Lance, uh, believe it or not, uh, is not Cody. Uh, it is Enzo, Enzo, the meow meow, uh, or the mew mew, like mew mew coming up clutch. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, Final Four HOH is one of the weakest positions of the game because uh, all it really means is immunity uh, moving forward into the following week. Uh, because at Final Four, the veto is super crucial here. Uh, right. And really, the veto is going to decide who goes home because the veto holder, unless Enzo wins the veto here, the veto holder is going to be the sole vote to evict this week, um, which kind of creates an interesting week. I think, first of all, it's interesting that Cody did not win HOH, which means that perhaps the most important day of Big Brother 22 is coming up on Saturday when they play the veto competition, because that could decide who wins $500,000. Because um, obviously, if Cody wins, uh, he's going to stick around. Um, uh, it looks like uh, I, presu I would presume Christmas would go home. I think he'd keep Nicole. But who knows? Like maybe he would. Uh, maybe he would cut Nicole here uh, and go forward with Christmas. Um, but if Christmas wins this veto, and I think she's got a, a chance to, if Christmas wins the veto, Cody goes home here, and the game changes dramatically. Um, I think, and and you know, Enzo would keep the nomin the, the nomination. Like I said, the nominations don't really matter. It's going to be Christmas and Nicole together. Uh, because we've we've seen Cody and Enzo talk about this this fantasy that they have of going the entire game without either of them winding up on the block, and it comes true this week. Unless you count the final three, uh, HOH, um, they have avoided the block all season, um, which is very impressive. It is very impressive. absolutely, um, yeah, it's impressive. But you know, it really feels like my prediction could come true, and you know, you have to get rid of Cody. So that's. Mm -hmm. It's the big thing. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, I could see Nicole possibly doing it here as well. Um, maybe she wants to do it at final three, but maybe she wants to do it now. Um, I, I think a lot of people realize that Cody's in a fantastic position to win the game. And it's either now or next, there are two shots left. And I don't, I, I don't, you can't let it go to the final one. Because uh, Cody's got a great shot at winning that final, final three HOH. He won it in season 16. He won it and took Derek. Uh, dumb move, but he won it last time. So don't think he can't win it again. The one thing I'll be interested in is if Enzo wins, because what does Enzo do? I think Enzo takes Cody. I, that's I think so too. The, wor the worst. That's the worst thing. I, I think he takes Cody, and he makes the Cody mistake of taking the only person who's going to yeah. well. I mean, Enzo probably would lose to anybody but Christmas, but uh, it'd be a terrible mistake, and I think Enzo's ready to make it. Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what he did as well. And I think he is the only person in the game willing to make that mistake, which is why Cody and him are so tight. Cody I has a if, really good read on the game. I hope if this happens, and that's the final two, and you know Cody wins nine zero, whatever it is. Someone on Reddit does like a supercut of all the times that uh, that Enzo says, "I'm gonna play the game, I'm gonna make big moves." The meow meows here. I hope somebody does like a twenty minute supercut of all that throughout this, and him just not doing anything. <laughs> It's a, uh, hey, it's a $50,000 game that guy's playing. Good for him. I mean, um, it's a lot of feet picks right there. That's right. That's right. It's at least, it's, it's wow. Think of how many people you could invite to Nicole's wedding with that kind of money. Well, um, I mean, yeah. his cameo for just his, like his foot cameo is going to be lit, man. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> he said, what was it? 50 bucks a, a toe or whatever? 50 bucks a toe. It's, it's pricey, but if you got the cash, you know, you indulge. Hey. Don't underestimate the people with foot fetishes. Mm -hmm. um, one more, one more interesting item this week. It does look like we have a luxury competition coming up. Um, I, I do not know exactly what the competition was. It looks like people were wearing their BB Comics uh, cape and uniform after the fact. So uh, we'll see if it, uh, we'll see if it makes its way on TV. They did this last year uh, with uh, with Jackson and Nicole and all them. And it's like, all right, well, you know, so. Someone you don't like is going to win ten thousand uh, dollars. Should we spoil it here, Lance? Should we tell people who's going to win ten grand? Of course. It's Nicole. Nicole and he gets ten grand. So you can uninvite three. What like three people now? <laughs> three right. and a third people. Yeah, three three and a third men coming to CBS this fall. Um, yeah. So that uh, I think that about uh, I think that about wraps up this week. So we've got. I mean, it all it's all going to come down to the veto here. Um, it is the most important veto of the season. Um, and we could wrap up the season on on Saturday. The, the, the entire season could be over, um, but uh, there is still a decent amount of Big Brother to be played. Um, it's getting interesting. It's finally getting interesting, Lance. We we are finally here. We, it is getting <laughs> interesting, but it's you know it's uh, however long into this. There's a week and a half left, or whatever. It's we finally, made it. We got it. Interesting it's, for one episode. It's almost Halloween, but it's interesting. We finally got it. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep following this interesting uh, mess of a season uh, all the way through to the finale night, and we hope you uh, stick around with us here. And the best way to stick around with us here is to follow the Big Brother Brothers on your favorite podcasting app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you find good podcasts, you'll find ours. Uh, also, look for us on YouTube and Facebook, the video version where you can see just how long-haired and ripped Lance is. Uh, yep, there you go, it's gun show. Sun's out, gun's out. 
Uh, so check that out uh, if you would. Um, also, uh, if you really like what you've seen, uh, leave us a review. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we're worthy of five stars. Uh, five stars you, only. You can just hit the thumbs up button or the like or whatever. Um, that's cool too. Um, but uh, yeah, please stick around. We got a couple shows left, and uh, we're gonna run the season. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it, Lance. We're almost there. We're almost we're there. It. Yeah. Almost there. Uh, I can't all wait. right. So uh, we'll see you all back here next week. I'll see you back here next week, Lance, right? That's right. All right. And we'll see who's going to make it to the final three. It's We are we're almost there. All right. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.